What is up? Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number 68. I'm your host, Joe Zakreski, once again, joined by RedRiverHorror.com founder, Eddie Kayazo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Hi, Joe. I'm doing great. I'm <laughs> doing great. I can tell you what, I'm doing great, too. Yeah, we we needed. Uh, I'm. Hey, I just want to. I just want to apologize to the Red River Horror listeners out there. I, I didn't mean to sound so down. So I figure we have to do something that makes me sound so up. <laughs> After last week, yeah, to yeah. lift it up, <laughs> lift me up. Yes. Yeah, we will raise you up on ghost wings. <gasps> really? Yeah, because I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Let's talk a little Ghostbusters after all. Hey! Hey! Yes! Yeah, because the last time I was on any sort of podcast talking Ghostbusters, it was, was that Paul Feig's 2016 uh, with uh, Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, Leslie mm-hmm. Jones, who is still has me blocked on Twitter. Right, right. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who else was in there? I can't remember. Uh, Kristen Wiig. So anyway. Oh, and Wick. then Thor. Wasn't Thor in it? Yeah. Or was he like a side side piece? He was like a side piece. He was, they flipped all the roles. So he was like okay. the Janine. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, I mean, it's fine. That that movie, it's it was not for, it was not for me and it wasn't made for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want to see it. I'm not, I'm not going to, I watched it because mm-hmm. it's like I didn't, you know, when it, we were trashing it nonstop before it came out because I would have this running bit yeah. of Melissa McCarthy about, oh my God, I fell down. <laughs> I don't know what hole that came out of. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's so funny. Yeah, no, she was, she was, she was wait, she was wearing on. Uh, I think more than just you at that time. Ah, uh, yeah, it was getting tired. No, I'm sure she's, she's great, and she is great. Yeah, yeah, but at that point, it was you know the shtick. Yeah, had run its course, and good for her. She's done some more serious stuff since, and absolutely, great job. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so no, um, but that, Ghostbusters Afterlife had a different feel from the moment we watched that trailer. Man, yeah, it had a different. Th- there was something different. I had to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Had to. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like that one wasn't for me. I have little cousins who absolutely love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's very different. It's very jokey and hokey. And it's like you know. We wanted that that pull at your this just shove the nostalgia down my throat, mm-hmm. and when you it's you know, son of Ivan Reitman's Jason Reitman's behind it, and it's like, let's fucking go, right, right, in, yeah. And you get to see that first like where you see Ecto one, oh yeah, it's like what the heck is going on, mm-hmm. and you get one of the kids from the Stranger Things, yes, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. And a can't miss character guy like Paul Rudd. Yeah, I'll watch anything with Paul Rudd in it. As the teacher, mm-hmm. he was the. Uh, I mean, every, every everybody's involved, and and actually, one of the things I liked most about Ghostbusters Afterlife is the cast was pretty small. It was very small. Like we had time, yeah. we had time to spend with the people and actually care about them. <laughs> you know what? I think just hit me. What? Um, so last week's episode. Mm-hmm. We did. We killed Halloween kills, we did, Joe. We did Halloween kills, <laughs> and that just hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. Hmm. No, 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 no. I was thinking someone else. I was like, was there someone who was in kills and also in this? No, 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 no. Ah, uh, okay. No, 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 no. No, this I, was I, I think I just cast. confused myself. Don't, don't, don't mind me. No, but a lovable band of characters. A lo- I loved the um. I, I loved the characters of this film. Yeah, everybody like it, it may it was like 
at first when you see it's like it's going to be in like Oklahoma it's like that does what the hell is this <laughs> it does make sense but yeah yeah and no, it's you're like, right. All right well let's let's just see what happens and I, I tell you what good time oh I, I absolutely it was, loved it it was a good time and the way it's written adds up and makes sense to one and two somehow it really does like perfectly if you, if you were going to try and do that and somehow keep it out in new york city <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah they they pulled it off and just a i don't know like I, cause like here's the thing it's normally normally things like this don't do it for me but why does it do it for me with this movie where it's like you know how ramus has been he's passed away a few years ago yeah, and this movie is almost like this beautiful homage to Ivan Reitman and Harold Ramis. Yes, you know it's like a, this yes. like really beautiful tribute of like an old and new to you know what they did. I mean, because they both wrote and directed the first one together, right? Yeah. Whereas Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd wrote it, and Ivan Reitman was the director. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know everybody had a hand involved. Um. Yeah, I mean, not not to give away the plot, but it makes it. I mean, it doesn't matter by this point if you haven't seen it yet. I mean, you you really should, especially if you like Ghostbusters. Let's um, let's see how much we're, we're going to spoil just because with this coming out before Christmas, I don't know if there's some plans for people to see it at Christmas when they have a little bit of a lighter week, or do we just not care about them? No, I think that's fair. I mean, just be warned if there's might be some spoilers ahead, but yeah. otherwise, what the. What I want to say, what you, what were you expecting before you saw it? Like, did you have any expectations or hopes going into it? I did. I just didn't know where the story was, was going. So to answer your question, when we watched that trailer back, mm. I think, way back, previewing 2021 on what was going to come out. Yep. I felt that made me want more. That made me want to say... This is put this on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, we're ro- we're rocking and rolling. I'm going to see this one in the theaters. Yeah. I mean, um. So what was I expecting? I I, I didn't. I was expecting to see the Ecto One. I was expecting to hear the sounds, and I was I was kind of hoping for Slimer. You know, just a little, it's all right. It's fine. Uh, I like what they did instead. It, yes. So do I. So do I. <laughs> Um, but I was expecting for nostalgia. I didn't know what the movie was about. I didn't know what to expect. Mm. So, so yeah, I didn't really know. I didn't really know know much. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, what the hell is going to happen here? Mm-hmm. And immediately from the opening scene, where it's just like, you know, when we talk about like doing it, like technology today where you can take someone who's been gone use a different actor and then somehow like generate this like likeness Mm -hmm. it's just incredible yes you know they didn't show his face but it's just like the head shape fate like yeah like that was egon egon we'll say it this way egon was in the film yeah yep i was not expecting that and and at all and it was such well, there was. I don't want to spoil it, but Egon was in the film. We'll yeah, I mean, we got to we got to talk about that. Yes, because it's one of those things where I was I was like, you know, usually when you catch these like nostalgia ones where 
person's not around anymore or it's mm-hmm. just like they just talk about it for example will smith not doing that sequel to independence day yeah. and there's just a news story that his plane crashed <laughs> right you know right. that's what i was expect like i was like you know it'll probably it'll probably just be something simple like this no full-on opening scene yeah that was intense mm-hmm. and i was like you know really set the set the tone yeah didn't know like, where we were going let's go didn't know where we were going from there. Yeah. So and it, it it just I mean, it rocked. Yes. All the characters, really good, really good. Finn was it Finn Wolf? Yeah, or? Finn Wolfhard McKenna Grace. Yeah. She was she was the young she was the, the uh the nerdy sister. Oh my gosh. Who took off took a lot after her Yeah. Grandfather. She was fantastic. Yeah. Like I just loved her character. Yeah. Um um, I, I see. The thing is, I, I I don't watch as much TV or movies as I used to. Uh, wh- where was the mom from? Uh, oh, from Carrie- that show that I say that everyone needs to watch. Aha, uh-huh. the leftovers. Oh, Carrie okay. Coon. Okay, Carrie Coon. So I guess would this have been? Uh, again, I don't really know her body of work. Would this have been something a little less serious, or or has she done things since the leftovers that? I heard the leftovers is pretty heavy. It's very heavy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're gonna feel depressed after watching it. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> with her, this... her characters is very harsh. Okay. With uh, you, you really feel for. All right. So, so would this be? Would you say this is her first foray, or maybe a breakout foray into uh, into something a little more comical? I I guess so because like I wouldn't say that I like follow her career too closely, but okay. I haven't seen her in too many thing, too many other things. It seems like a bigger role than she normally gets for a movie. Oh, okay. Um, but but and and when her her dialogue with you know the kids and with Paul Rudd, perfect. I mean, <laughs> the cast was was just awesome. I don't, yeah, like, I can't really say much else because I loved all of them. I every loved the joke cast. landed. Yeah, everything was like delivered well, and just so clever. Yes. Harry, like that, I think that's what it was. Like, even though it was like this cheesy, this like cheesy movie with the nostalgia and everything, <laughs> it also created some of its own stuff with just how how clever. That's all I can say about it. I was just like, this is a real like, like it's like why the hell would he got be out here? Right, explains it fully. Yes. All right, so let's we gotta we have to like talk about that. sure. That's fine because you know it's an area. It's like they get. Like, look at these these types of earthquakes that it's getting these bizarre earthquakes. Like, what right. the heck is going on? You know, why would Egon be out there? And then when you find that it's like deep within that mine is an actual like the temple for uh, Gozer. Mm-hmm. Which, OK, there we go. We're right back to the first one. Yep. It's like he found out about it, set it up, kept everything trapped. It created daily earthquakes. Yes. But it kept everything at bay. And he knew eventually it would break and had to build like something to try and stop it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And then sets it just sets it up for as to why things are in Oklahoma. Yes. It's that that's where that's where it's happening. Yeah. That's where the end of the world is, is going. That's where we meet our destructor. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tried New York, but they got te- temples over there. Right, right. Might as well go for it again. Um, but the one thing I thought was funny the if you think about it the stay puffed marshmallow men that scene was in the trailer we're not giving anything away there yeah the stay puffed marshmallow men 
it, it was it was funny because like, you know we're never going to see a, a a New York skyscraper sized Stay Puffed again, mm. but these little marshmallow men, right? They still were bad. Yeah, very bad. They still were like the, like I thought it's just like oh look how cute they are look how cute just like no they're still evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty amazing because yeah. I because it's like you know how you always said especially when we saw the new Nightmare on Elm Street you're like you know what if they make if they make you know Freddy Krueger to be misunderstood and you know not the bad person that he is I'm gonna be really pissed off. Yes, just like. The, the the stay puffed stayed the same like the, these little funny cute things that you'll probably have plush toys of yeah th- they're they're not good guys no <laughs> no they're destroying stuff yeah <laughs> pretty significant stuff yeah we weren't messing around no but you know and that, it it was funny it added to it i mean nope um my my f- favorite thing in this move oh man tough tough to say my favorite <laughs> But one one of my favorite things in this movie for like the nostalgia throwbacks, yep, um, is when they get down into uh, Egon's workspace, like his lab. Yeah. Over on one side of the room, it is a bunch of spores, molds, and fungus. And that's a throwback to the first one. Janine's just like talking his ear off. She's like, "Yeah, you got, you got any, you know, you got any fun hobbies? Do you have any like hobbies?" I collect spores, molds, and fungus. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. And he's got a huge collection. It's a good callback. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Really, there were so many moments that actually did like hit me in a way that movies haven't hit me in a while. Yeah, and one of those was there is an after credit scene. Two. Yes. Did you catch both of them? I caught Winston. Oh, there's another one. So there was something after the long fade to black? Yep. Okay. They were kicking us out of the movie then. Those dicks. Yeah. Yeah, there's one at when it's all over. Figures. Yeah. yeah no, th- th- that's the one with Winston, right? No. Where it's Winston and Janine? Yeah. No. There's another one. At the very... Uh, so so is it like the Sopranos long fade to black and then another one? Because so, I stayed till after the credits. So when the credits all end, then you, it's the deleted, the remastered scene that was not in the 1984. Yes. And that's that. That's the final one. Okay, good, good. Then I saw everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're good then. Because it goes Winston sorry. and then that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, then I I, for, I forgot. that Was that a mid-credits scene with Winston? Yeah. That really got... I, that was... was it's heartfelt. It was. It was beautiful. Love, love Ernie Hudson. It was the and uh, and Winston. When I when I was a kid, it was always Egon and Winston that were my favorite. Ah, was Peter and Winston. Uh, it, the the funny thing is, everybody always you know it was always um like Venkman. Venkman was pretty. That was my boy. Bill yeah. Murray's always yeah. But he was my favorite. But yeah, Egon. Uh, I had a hamster named Egon, and then Winston. So it was it was cool that. It was cool. Uh, I just love it. It comes with a steady paycheck. I'll believe anything you say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Ernie Hudson, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not a spoiler because the three of them were doing the press tour yeah. for the movie. And I didn't know that the three of them would be in it other than maybe a brief cameo. I didn't either, and I was getting worried. 
And as like the movie was progressing, it's just like they're gonna be there. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, "How?" Yeah. And then the cutscene explains how. Yes. Beautiful. And the funny thing is, you, you know what's really crazy? So mm-hmm. I'll just this is a spoiler. Ray still has his bookstore. Yep. Ray's a cult. A random question was answered. I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. even after after a little while, after a few years, probably younger than I should, thinking like, how does he afford like a store like that in New York City? Like a, like yeah. a, you know, I mean, it's one thing to portray on screen. It's just like, oh, it's this cool, quirky place, and it's got all this stuff, and it's like, oh, that question randomly was answered, yeah, in the best way ever, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's a lot of like a lot of just really nice things. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, the other thing that I'm going to say and that I also love about it is that it sets it up that there will not be a sequel. There could be. There doesn't have to be. No. And there shouldn't be. <laughs> if they want to do something 35 years down the line like they did here, I'm game. I'd reboot, like, you know, if you're going to do it, just reboot it from scratch and not start fresh. Yeah. You know, start fresh and go with it that way. But this was, this was fun. Even like things that normally bother me in movies, like the character, like podcast. Yeah. Podcast. Normally character like that really just gets under my skin, but there's something about it. It was like, this this is working for me. He was, he was, uh, that was what Logan Kim. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was great. It was hilarious. And, and. And again, another, I don't know if it's a trope or another similar things that happen is always the love interests in the movies. Mm -hmm. Celeste O'Connor, she played Lucky, the waitress. Yeah. Uh, Finn Wolfhards, uh, he was chasing after her, the the movie. She was awesome. Yeah. Like her her comebacks and her jokes and her thing, like usually things that I'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was. The delivery and the pace of those lines was just like everything was just spot on mm-hmm. i'm gonna give paul rudd all the credit everyone being around him yeah. that's like his that's his that's what he's just a people master. just love him he, on set but he, no i don't know for a fact but he's just a master of just delivering those like lines yeah where it's like not in your face funny just delivered in like a perfect tone that mm-hmm. is funny yeah with the expression that sells it i hey so I enjoyed Ghostbusters Afterlife. I had to see it in the theaters. Uh, theaters got more expensive than I remember. <laughs> uh, Which is fine. I mean, no, if it's a movie like that, I'm going to pay it. Who's so. my ticket? can't remember. It was a Sunday afternoon, so I don't know if it was. So I'll tell you, it was me and my wife. Two kids. And two kids. And not my kid. They were uh, nephews. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, $70. Did you get kids' tickets? Yes. Was it in an IMAX? No. So it was $60 for the tickets, and then nine and a bunch of change in the service charge. So it was like 70 bucks for four. Holy hell. Two adults, two kids. What? Yeah. $70. $70. Where did you see it? Well, movie tavern. You know what the thing about movie tavern though is like the tickets were always like lower. Yes, they were always like ten bucks because you know you're gonna. Yeah, I remember being like, oh, I'll go to movie tavern and just not eat. Yeah, I don't know. The tickets were always cheaper. Oh my god, it was expensive. I oh couldn't my believe god. it. What? Yeah, I gotta hold on. I'm gonna look through these 
I have a message somewhere. So friend of the show, KeystoneRetro.com, yes. Steve Fees, mm-hmm. he bought the tickets. Okay. And then divvied up the total. Now I'm just like, I, I got to see, I got to see if I can find $70 for four people. $70. So not if- including anything else. Just tickets. Just tickets. That's insane. So so you're, you're talking about, you're like, well, you know, Disney figures, you know, 40 bucks for your four tickets. And then they, and it's like, well, yeah, I guess 40 bucks would make sense when you're paying 70 for four, for a family of four to see it. <laughs> oh my God. It was pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, let's see. So for, for me and Zoe, mm-hmm. it was $23. What? What time did you see it? We saw it at like one thirty or two thirty on a Sunday. Okay, so a matinee. Yeah. So so yours autumn right off the bat would have been cheaper. Yeah. So so uh we saw it at six fifteen on a Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Seventy bucks before Did you feed them? No, I mean, popcorn, mac and cheese. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say that, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's all right, hey. What's family for? But, but yes, I was, when I, when I got to that checkout cage, page to buy the tickets, I'm like, ooh, this is, wow. <laughs> Service fees, man. Yeah. It's better just to go to the box office. Yeah, which, by the way, are we going to see Resident Evil? Yeah, I mean, that's the plan. All right. And Antlers. Antlers, yes. We got some movies we want to see. We got some movies. Um, And obviously, if anybody is out there listening, we want to do a full-on Resident Evil episode. We We've do. been talking about that for a long time. My one buddy who I want to do it, it's hard to track down, but I'm going to force <laughs> him. Like, you're, you're, you're out of excuses. Well, remember, I asked you a question before we started... Uh, talking tonight on the podcast uh-huh. and that has a lot to do with it okay resident evil so i'm so it's you know offline conversation but i'm looking to uh looking to find that re hell yeah yeah seventy dollars though that's just gonna bother i know man <laughs> dude i i couldn't believe it i yeah. i was just stunned it was that time when we went to see blair witch and we paid for the rpx yeah. and it wasn't a reclining chair. Mm-hmm. It was it was a bunch of okay speakers hung up on the walls or whatever it was, and it, like how you felt, just like why was this ticket fifteen dollars? Yeah, that's when I got to the end of it. I'm like, is, I thought the same thing. I'm like, is it a screen bigger? Is it like a? Is there something special about this viewing? Like, why is this seventy bucks? But no, it just was absolutely crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. I mean. <laughs> that's what it takes i mean this movie i would say is worth going to the theaters for yes absolutely this was this was a movie theater movie that's a fun fun watch yep that will if you know if you feel in it it will pull at your heart str- it'll make you laugh and it'll pull at your heartstrings and you'll make it make you feel something yes you know no i i fantastic job by jason reitman uh the, the entire cast I, I I felt things I haven't felt in a long time. It made, it made me I I don't get this way about movies anymore in my life. I think that's the way to put it. That's why yeah. I keep I think that's why I keep circling back to like all these like words of lovey dovey words for this movie. Yes. Like, I think that's it. I just haven't really had a movie that hit me 
like this in a long time. Yep. Harold Ramis's yeah. Egon is in it, and it's not goofy. It's not stupid. It's not like you don't get to a point where you're just like, oh, well, I could have done without this. No, it, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. I like this. And that's the thing that makes it so weird is normally that's something like the ending is normally something that I do not go for. Right. And somehow everything around it, something something about this one worked. And there is one thing. I'll ask you. There, yeah. If there was one thing that just really disappointed me. Okay. You think you can know what that is? I don't know. This far removed from when we watched Ghostbusters years and years ago, like really watched them on v- before they were even available on DVD. Oh, yeah. Like that's when I watched those more intently. Now you watch as an adult and it's a completely different movie. No, the Ghostbusters is a movie that I wore out the VHS on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When so, we were younger, it's like, yeah, that was, you, you know, just watched it a I lot. I watched that in the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters a lot. Yeah, the real Ghostbusters. Yep. Yeah. So, 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 so if, if you're asking if there's something I could pick out that you didn't like about it, not didn't like, it just was really a, you know, just sucked because I was really hoping that Rick Moranis would jump in there. You know what? Given enough time, I might've been able to call that. Yeah. I think you would have. I think, I think because you know what? But we had Janine. Mm-hmm. So we, we could have had, we could have had Rick Moranis and you, yeah, I, I thought, I understand why they didn't do it, and he wouldn't have added anything to the movie. But I did want to see Slimer. Yeah, I think I think we all did. Yeah, and that's maybe why we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're like, right. So it's like when you, there's 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 nostalgia vibes. Maybe they left out enough too, mm-hmm. which probably could have been. I guess is pretty helpful. The thing about Slimer. In you know, in the real Ghostbusters, Slimer's you know a sidekick, a buddy. Sure, you know he hangs out with them. Yeah. He helps out. He eats all their food. Mm-hmm. He's a slob. <laughs> but in the first one, he's only in it for. It's just that one. You know that great. He's staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, this one the best scene, one of the best scenes. So good. Yeah, and it's not you know. <sighs> Yeah, I guess he's the, he's their first catch. Yeah. 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 He destroys the hotel. Well, so do they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to try this. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, oh, I don't want to give away that part. There is, there is another cameo. So, yeah, so Janine's in it. Slimer's not. I'm not going to say if another important character is because I think I was surprised when I saw mm-hmm. the name. And then I'm like, oh, I'm like, wait, I didn't say, ah, yeah, got me. So that was cool. Uh, but yeah, no, no Rick Moranis. And I think he, did he retire from acting? I know he got attacked in New York. Yeah. <laughs> that? That's not that long ago. <laughs> no, that was, that was, uh, no, I mean, the story of Rick Moranis is, uh, it's, it's admirable. Where okay. he stepped away from act, his his wife sadly passed away young. Right, he stepped away from acting to focus on raising his family. Yeah, um, in between he's done like some voice voiceover work and like other small thi- like, uh, but has never done like a full okay full return. All right, and you know you got to respect the hell out of that. Sure, you know, don't blame the guy. Prior, priorities were in the right place. Yep, you know. 
family was more important than making as much money as possible by doing movies and TV shows. <laughs> Though, like, where he was headed, he would have been typecast into, like, where like was Danny, his... Danny Tanner territory, right? Like, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I love yeah. him in Little Giants because I love Little Giants. Yeah. But would, do you think that he would be, like, that TV dad type thing? What do you... Yeah, it's either like there would have been like another sitcom or two mm-hmm. and then maybe a couple appearances in like an Adam Sandler movie. Right, right. But it just seemed like it, it was like he had already done so much mm-hmm. that it seemed to make sense to, you know, dial it back. Yeah. For what he what he was trying to do. I mean, at least smart. You know, think about other people where it's just like like uh, Rob Schneider, I guess. Okay. Where, you know, had like the success with the SNL and then all that, like, you know, had some of his own things, but then it's like, yeah, he's had like the same type of sitcom once or twice and is now just in Adam Sandler movies. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know if Rick Moranis would have gone that route. I think (laughs) more so a guy, if he was still alive, I think that's probably where Chris Farley would have ended up. Yeah. Just in Sandler movies. So no, no Rick Moranis, but uh, yeah. Final thoughts. Huge, huge fan of the Afterlife. I will own that movie for sure. That's that's one that I can watch with my kid now. That that it's just like okay, this fits. Absolutely, this fits. Like we are going to watch the Ghostbusters. Like I'm going to introduce you to the Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, that's probably <laughs> one of the best parts about being a parent is those creating those moments like. You, we've lived a life and had most of our firsts. There's not many more first experiences. True. And to watch somebody go through it, like, you know, watch them go through those first, first experiences. Like, you know, how we're talking about the first time we like, you know, Ghostbusters, we're kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. You're the one who gets to introduce. Yeah. You know, your son to those things, which is, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. You're going to let, he's, he's going to, he's going to love, he's going to remember it. I mean. That's how this whole podcast. That's how we we got into the movies we're into. Is was your dad introducing us to the it's true some great horror? But you know, Ghostbusters is one that goes beyond that. And then I think about it, I'm like, I can't believe so. Ghostbusters came out in '84. Yeah, and I'm watching it now. I can't believe that my folks were like okay with me watching that at a young age. I I, I just said it. I think I, it's a completely being this age. It's like oh, huh? Yeah, like I wouldn't be like. <laughs> I wouldn't sit a six-year-old down and be like, here, watch this. Yeah. No, maybe not. I, I will, but no. No, I, w- I mean, that's like where I was thinking. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a little. <laughs> yeah. But so much of it went over my head. A lot of the innuendo oh, goes over my head. Absolutely. Um, no, when I yeah. watch Ghostbusters now, it's in a completely, like, there's moments where it's just like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Mm. I remember that. And then, and then you see it and you're like, oh, yeah, I get yeah. it. It was always funny, the original one, not to like drift too far off into the, the OG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many little things in that movie that just scared me. Yeah. That nor- they're not like, they're not scary at all. Like the scene when Venkman's doing the shock. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that guy that so scare me too. <laughs> did it? Yes. It's all because the guy just like sitting there just so tense and he gets it's, shocked. Yeah. And the thing is like, that's not. That is only funny as an adult. Like, there's no audible cues that are giving you the idea. Like, the comedy in that scene's dry. It's not in your face. So how would a kid process that as being funny? 
No, I did not. I <laughs> processed it as like, this is intense and scary. Yeah. It's like, I don't want someone to get hurt. No. And the guy's just getting shot <laughs> so that he can fuck with them in front of the girl. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy was in Christine, too. I think he was one of the friends of Buddy Repperton in Christine. Looks like. I mean, I, it looks I, like it very easily could be the same guy. I'm sorry, but maybe we'll try and find this actor and get him on the show. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> let's go for it. Let's get Paul Rudd on. Talk yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll call up Paul. Yeah. We'll ask Daniel Farrens. We'll... Yeah. Hey, hey, Mr. Farrens, could you uh, just give your friend Paul a ring? Yeah. Paul Rudd? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no. From the interview with uh, Daniel Farrens, I don't think they got to know each other very well other than no. just like working to get like being on set. Yep. And he was kind of to the side. Yeah, but the cool thing is they're both in Hollywood. Paul Rudd is an actor and Daniel Farrens is a writer. It's pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah. We go pursue your dream. We go chasing chasing them down and we'll see which one we can uh <laughs> which one we can get. Yeah. And we'll just go we'll go for it. But Ghostbusters Afterlife, don't spend $70 to see it, but definitely see it in the movie theater. Absolutely. Go it's totally worth the watch and the big thing here is that we we wanted to avoid a lot of spoiler talk. Yeah. So please if you can find us on, you know, shoot us an email at redriverhorror at gmail.com. Of course, tweet at Red River Horror on the Twitters mm-hmm. or on Facebooks. On the Facebook, you can send us messages on Facebook too, or even like You can. Post. Yeah, that's it's right there. And Instagram. There it is. Boom. You can you can reach out to Red River Horror in multiple ways. Yes. And, of course, you can find me at Red River Joe. Mm-hmm. It's all those wonderful things. Yep. I'm just sim- simple at Red River Horror. Thanks, Joe. Hey, Ed, thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> slime! <laughs> it's a river of slime! <laughs> Sorry. You know what? <laughs> I'm glad you did that because we didn't say anything about Ghostbusters 2. No. And the funny thing is that's a very polarizing film. Know a lot of people who love it the way I did, and a lot of people who hate it. Uh, if you saw both of them as a kid, yep, I think you're gonna like it. Yes. If you're on the older end of things, and then saw that as a sequel to the first one, probably not so much. Yep. Um, That's perfectly put because the age group of the people that hate it are older than us. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to someone in like their 40s and 50s about Return of the Jedi. I mean, you're going to get a similar type thing. I'm okay. Like, Everybody hated Return of the Jedi. Like, well, I didn't. Right. Because I was, you know, like eight, sick. I don't know. I was little when I first saw it. I liked Ghostbusters too. Sorry. I know that might disappoint some listeners. I thought it was good. I loved Ghostbusters too. Made yeah. me laugh. And there's more innuendo in there that I didn't get. Uh, you know, watch the part where they're sliming up the inside of the Statue of Liberty and let me know what you think's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks, Joe. This was a fun thing of nostalgia. Who and- told you to stop digging? <laughs> <laughs> no, is it cutting? Cutting. Cut. Who cut. told you to stop cutting? I did. <laughs> so, ah, whatever. Let the haters hate. Love it. Let the lovers love. You love know. it. But, yeah, Ghostbusters, this Ghostbusters trilogy... It's a touching tribute. That's the way I can put it. A touching tribute to uh, Ivan Reitman and Harold Ramis and yes. just the legacy as a whole. And everybody who's new to the new to the game does a great job. Yep. So you'll have that. You'll have that, man. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> You're welcome. It's been episode number 68 of the Red River Heart Podcast. And hey, you know what to do. Remember to keep traveling those channels of fear. <laughs> <laughs>